Hey there, thank you so much for joining me today. Did you know that God doesn't have favorites? That He loves us all the same? That's what we're going to talk about today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us your way, for showing us who you are, for showing us what you think and how you feel. We're just so excited that you're revealing yourself to us today. And we just give you all the glory. We just give you a platform just to have your way. Love you and praise you and your name. So he wanted me to talk about um, him having no partiality. He doesn't show favoritism. He loves us all the same. I remember a while back when I didn't know him as well as I know now. You know when he says things to you, you get to know him. And I was thinking um, someone in my life that doesn't follow him, I was thinking God loved me more than him. And God set me straight. He said, I don't love you more than him, but I expect more from you than that person. More for, for, from you because you know me more than that person does. Isn't he amazing? He will set you straight if you allow him to. And when he tells us the truth, when he tells us the, tells us the truth, he's really setting us free. And at the same time, he is, as I said, letting us know who he is. Um, Romans, I'm going to read this to you. For Romans 2, 11. For God shows no partiality. This is an amplified classic Bible. He doesn't show undue favor or unfairness. With him, one man is not different from another. All who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law. Regard to it, the law. And all who have sinned under the law will be judged and condemned under the law. For it is not merely hearing the law that makes one read to you, um, that makes one righteous before God, but it's the doers of law who will be held guiltless and acquitted and justified. So when you do the word of God, when you do his law, then you are right with him. When you don't, you're not. So it's up to us whether we do the law or not. It's up to us whether we live in the blessing or not. It's up to us whether we have eternal life or not. So he doesn't show any partiality. It just depends upon what we do. So if we don't take the time, for instance, to get to know him and know his law, then obviously we're not going to be doing his law and he can't, he can't do anything about it, right? But if you, if you seek him, and you learn his law, and then you do it, then you will be righteous. It's up to us. It's not up to him. And so, as Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 7, 21 through 23, but those who do the will of my Father. Many are going to say, but Lord, we did this in your name. We did that in your name. We cast out demons. And he's going to say, I don't know you. Away from me, you who disregard my Father's command. You know, and so much of the time Christians do that. We disregard his command. We make light of what he's saying because we think it's okay. We think we can get away with it. We, we think that it is truly okay, that God understands. I can't do this. I can't do that. And God gets that. And, you know, God just said right here, he shows no partiality. The choice is yours. Are you going to follow him? Are you going to seek him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind? 
Are you going to care about what he cares about? Are you going to love your neighbor? Are you going to forgive? Are you going to take the law into account and not steal? Not lie, not gossip? If you disregard his command, if you just make light of what he said or give him excuses, then it's going to be like on that day. You know, oh, but Jesus, we did this, we did that. But Lord, and those are excuses that many will stand before him and give because they took his word lightly. They didn't understand the importance of vitalness of doing as well. When you stand before him that day and your heart starts beating because you know that you're not right with him and you know suddenly your eternal destination, you know what you should have done and now it's too late, it's going to be a scary day. You know, when, when death knocks at your door, you know, you weren't expecting to go anywhere, you, you weren't expecting to leave this early and then all of a sudden it hits you. All of a sudden, when reality hits you in any situation, you have regrets if you weren't doing the right thing. And that's why Jesus is warning us ahead of time. He doesn't show any favoritism. He can't treat you better than someone else, or he'd be breaking his own law. He shows no partiality. Either you follow him and you do his law, or you don't. It's one way or another. You make the choice. Choose life the Word of God tells us. Don't choose death. When you obey Him, He's only going to do good for you. He truly and dearly cares for us, and that's why He corrects us. He wants us to come live with Him. And so now is the time to heed His voice. In fact, now is the time of testing. Will you do everything He tells you to do? Or will you turn away from Him and make light of His Word? you just disregard what he said and just do what you want to do? Then when you stand before him that day, your heart is going to pound. Reality is going to hit you. You're going to wish Jesus never came. That's why he said, watch and pray. And the way that you watch and pray is you take heed to his word. You take heed to his voice. In fact, that's what he said. He would come and live on the inside of you if you would take heed to his voice. He didn't say, just say this prayer and you're magically going to go to heaven. No, you need to be engaged with him. It's a relationship where you and him come and know each other and regard each other, are faithful to each other. So much of the time we have this misconception of Jesus being, um, you know, the one that does everything and we don't do anything. And when you come to know him, you're going to find out that to whom much is given, much is required. He expects of you. He shows me that all the time. If something isn't happening in your life that you're believing him for, then get on your knees and find out why not. And you're going to find out he's going to give you an instruction. He's going to give you a direction. We're not always going to like that direction. It's going to be uncomfortable. But um, he, he just brought to mind... Uh, I'll give you this cute little example. I have this little Yorkie. She's about four pounds, four or five pounds. And she started getting lazy, not going up the little steps I bought her to get onto the couch. And so I started making her do it again because I want to keep her young and strong. And so what I have to do is give her this little push. And one day as I was giving her this push to go up that step, he said that to me. 
He said, that's what I'm doing to you. I'm pushing you. It's uncomfortable, but it's good for you. And then as you, you do what I tell you to do, then things are going to get easier. And he even sang uh, one little song to me, things are going to get easier. Um, he's so creative in how he talks to us and teaches us. And when you just have that childlike faith and you just trust him, you do what he tells you to do, no matter what it seems, you know, no matter if it doesn't seem right or what you were hoping for. Um, in my own life lately, um, something I was believing him for, he kind of just put it aside and said, first you have to get to this place. And I didn't really understand at first why he was telling me that I had to wait. But then as, you know, if you just little let a little time go by, instead of getting offended at him, he will show you what's going on. And so he started to show me that I wasn't ready for this thing that I was believing for. And so when I get ready, it's going to happen. But meanwhile, I got to trust him and let, me, let him push me up those uncomfortable steps that seem way too high for me. That's what he wants to do for you. His will for you is eternity with him. Goodness, peace, joy, contentment, blessings, the, ble the best life ever. But sometimes it's a little hard to get up those big steps. But you can do it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. But it's a fight. You just can't lay down and give up. And that's the other thing, you know, um, he was saying to me when I was helping my dogs in the, the back step seems a little high as well. And I said, come on, give up. Don't give up. You can do it. And then he said that to me as well. He said, come on, don't give up. You can do it. And he's saying that too. Don't give up. Keep your faith. Keep going. There's some processes you got to go through. But the end, when you get to the end of that, things are going to get easier because you pressed in. You know the enemy. He is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he is constantly trying to pull you back down those steps. Don't let him. Don't look at him. Don't give him your thought life. Corinthians says to take captive every thought. And that, the reason um, the word says that is because he comes in your thought life and he tries to discourage you. He talks to you. If you let him, tell him you're not listening. Don't listen to him. He's evil. He truly is evil and he wants to take you down that wide path that leads to hell, the destruction the wide path that leads to destruction. That's the way Jesus put it. So, if you would like, if you never have, ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, and you're ready to heed his voice, Revelation 2.20, he said that he would come and live on the inside of you. He's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, then he would come and dine with you. He would teach you. He would be with you all the time. And he's amazing. You can't live without him. You really can't. He is truly, truly amazing. You want him in your life. You want to follow after him so that you can have the good promises that are promised in the word of God and live a long, full life and do his work and show people who he is. That's what he wants. It's not just a magical prayer. And if that's what you think it is, you're being deceived and it's not going to do you any good. So let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you love us so much, that you're waiting to come, that you're asking us to repent of our way and follow after your way. 
and to understand that we're making a choice. There's nothing you can do if we decide not to follow after you. There's nothing you can do on that day if we don't haven't done your will. You have to say, away from me, I never knew you, because you show no partiality. Now is the time to prepare, so help us. You said we can't do anything without you, so we're asking you to help us to do that. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. So he is so good. He's so in love with you. I hope you said that prayer. Get ready. Jesus is coming. You don't know the day or the hour, but your part is to get ready, to act like he's coming tomorrow. Just keep seeking him. Get on your knees every morning and worship him. Do his will. So he doesn't say, away from me, I never knew you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.